Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Saturday Neon. Saturday Neon, guys, designs and manufactures officially licensed collegiate logo LED neon signs. It's a company that was started by two Colorado Buffalo alumni, two former college roommates. It's Denver-based, locally owned and operated. They offer free shipping as well. Saturday Neon's a really cool company. Like I said, they design and manufacture officially licensed collegiate logo LED neon signs. Imagine a Bud Light sign or a Coors Light sign in a window of a bar, but now imagine that that sign is of your favorite college school. So a Buffs logo or a Rams logo. They manufacture and design all of those. They look really cool. They use LED neon, not glass neon. They're easy to mount. And when you buy something from Saturday Neon, it comes with all the necessary mounting hardware. This is perfect for your office, for your man cave, for your bedroom. It's a great gift idea as well. So check these guys out. Use code DNVR for 10% off your purchase at SaturdayNeon.com. That's code DNVR for 10% off your purchase at SaturdayNeon.com. Well, all right, what's up, everybody? Welcome into the Losers Lounge. Uh, yeah, what a game! Uh, right? the NBA. <laughs> We're ready for the NBA. <laughs> uh, it certainly was a game. That certainly was a game that I happened. I didn't actually think that's true. That was not really a game. Um, nuggets fall to the, the Nuggets fall to the Jazz uh, in what was a back and forth game, entertaining for the most part, frustrating at the end, uh, but certainly not too important to analyze. I guess the fine details. So All right, here so we that are. wraps it up, huh? So that wraps it up. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Uh, I do have. Harrison Wynn with I'm me. ready to talk about Bryn Forbes and Davon Reed for an hour. Let's I'm ready go. to do it. I feel like a hater because I'm gonna, I'm like very unimpressed with Forbes, but we'll get to it. What? Uh, over here, I, every, <laughs> over here, I got Eric. You guys know him as D-Line. If anybody on this panel or in the comments makes a joke about that they can't see me because I'm wearing a camouflage jacket, you'll be blocked or punched. You should have waited. <laughs> <to see if laughs> Who happened. just said that? My goodness, who said that? Son I just see, bitch. wow. Oh, I just heard Hold something. on, guys. John Cena. <laughs> John Cena. I need a punch out of him. Hold on. <laughs> Over here, I got my guy, Dev. I mean, it was entertaining. I will say that. It was an entertaining right. game. Uh, I, I did not expect it to go the way that it did, but it was fun for, for a moment. <laughs> for a moment. <laughs> for a moment there. Uh, so, yeah, the story tonight, no Nikola Jokic. Uh, no to Marcus Cousins. Nope. No, uh, Aaron no Gordon. Aaron Gordon. On the other side, you have no Donovan Mitchell, no Rudy Gobert, no Jordan Clarkson. I mean, this was the weirdest game. Like, you know both, what we had, though? No Quinn Snyder. 
Also, which I think is meaningful. What? We had the referees. They were definitely in attendance. <laughs> Some weird calls down the stretch, but whatever. I mean, <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. a game like I have such a hard time just being like, ah, why didn't so and so play more? Do this or that? But um, I, I also start. I'll just throw it to you, Harrison. You have some takes. Where? What is your takeaway from this game? Well, the bench outscored the starters, which I don't know if that's ever happened this season. <laughs> which, just, just to be clear, which was which? The bench started, but then the bench bench. Yeah. <laughs> Played the bench. Okay. Britton Forbes had 26 <laughs> points. He only missed three shots all night. Shot 10 of 13 from the field. One of the best games he's ever played in the NBA. <laughs> and you're just sitting here. He is just, the draft uh, key sportsbooks key to the yeah. game. 26 you're just points. shooting him down over here. Dude, I'm telling you, hot, hot like Brinstone. Yeah. Fire and Brinstone. Oh, no, give it to me. Fire and Brinstone. Give it to me. I mean, look, I've got my concerns about Bryn Forbes, especially on the defensive end. The lamest shirt we've ever made. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's going to be a really well, lame does shirt. It, is everyone out there waiting for a hell-based t-shirt? Hell-based Bryn Forbes shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Just a devil Sound like hot <laughs> to the moon. Bryn DNVR. Forbes dressed up like a devil. Just Are let us have a minute here. Yeah, it's <laughs> way more entertaining. <laughs> Um, I've got my concerns about Bryn Forbes, especially on the defensive end. I mean, the guy's a terrible defender. I think we've seen that in the two weeks he's been in Denver. He's a really, really bad defender. He gets blown by. He's not strong enough. I feel like teams are just going to target him every time he's on the floor in the playoffs. But the guy can shoot the shit out of the ball. Yeah, he really can. And he went four or five from three tonight. He hit a lot from two-point range as well. So, um... I'm confident in a shot. I've, I've always been confident in a shot. I like Bryn Forbes. I'm just worried about teams taking advantage of him on the defensive end of the playoffs. That's obviously why I'm unimpressed with him yeah. is tonight he did hit some, some crazy shots, and you see that. But defensively, it really made the game easy for Utah. And I mean, they just kept going at him. But, you know, Dev, when he was brought in, we did talk about the crazy stats over the last two seasons. Bryn Forbes is like the third best three-point shooter on volume, and you kind of get why tonight. Yeah, he also opens up. I'm telling you, the thing that stands out to me is that he tries to open up his game. Usually when you get a um, shooter, especially with those type of numbers over the last two years, you would expect him to just be a a guy that just is going to shoot it. Just a pin-down shooter, a knockdown shooter, a guy that they're going to run off of like a ton of screens and get him open. But he showed a a little bit more than that today. He finishes with 26 points, only knocked down four three-pointers. He had the floater like going for him, like runners. He like guys try to run him off of the three point line, and he allows that. He's just like, I'm not gonna let you just yeah um, sit on the three right. point like shot. So he he does do a little bit more from him. So I'm not gonna be down on him in this game because yeah. this was a game that they kind of wasted for him because they wanted to see him get going. He got going. Get him the ball where he could get going in more ways, or put him in situations where he could continue to to flourish. This was a good Bryn Forbes game. Eric, were you impressed? I was because I was so deeply, deeply unimpressed with him last game. And like this, this we, uh, of course, he was always meant to be a nugget. We know this now. Up, down, up, down. <laughs> uh, he is the perfect player for this season. But he, you know, my thing with Bryn is that he is, he, he seems like really easily knocked off his spot also. Like it's. Um, when like he's having trouble getting a shot off, which seems like you can do to him pretty easily, it's like, then what? Then what do you have at all? He has yeah. no physical tools. No, he's physicless. He but the, he also is the most <laughs> expressive player on the Denver Nuggets. Like if he misses a shot, he looks 
devastated every time he's like, <laughs> which I appreciate because I, when I'm mad, then I can't be mad at him when he looks like that. But I don't know. I it's encouraging to have a guy that can just, you know, like get hot like that. That microwave offense. So. It's funny, yeah, because this is the type of player our viewers of this show and just like Nuggets fans have been clamoring for yeah. forever. Like we need that shooter that can just come in and knock down four or five from three. Like Bryn Forbes is that guy, you know. Do you guys know who Slav? So is it Slavoj Zizic? Is the philosopher is like a Slovenian philosopher? I don't know if you guys would know. No, this I did anyway. not do well in my, the one <laughs> philosophy <laughs> class I took in college. Bryn Forbes reminds me of that because he has all these ticks. He like oh, does, he so like many ticks, man. And I didn't notice it. I mean, I've noticed a little bit. Like, is he always does the thing where he touches his toes? And honestly, it almost reminds me more popular person, Mahmoud Abdul Rauf, where it was. <laughs> He's got so many. Like he's just on the court. Yeah. He does it, and that to me, I was just watching it the whole time, almost with nervous Ma- energy. Mahmoud did have Tourette's, and Bryn is just. Uh, I'm not making fun of anybody. <laughs> no, I'm just I know. Saying I'm just tonight, saying. I'm, I'm he's, but he's he's not enigmatic. He Mahmoud had Tourette's. Like sure. Bryn, Bryn Forbes, like Nomar Garcia Para. Like he's just. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That is what it's like. It's <laughs> yeah. like a, a baseball player that has their thing they have to do every single <laughs> yeah. time. It was but it's crazy. worked for him. You yeah, know, he's carved out a nice career for himself. It's all about routine. Um. But the, the, to me, it's as much as I'm excited about the 26 points. Like that's a lot of points. This I wonder what his career high is. It can't be. I mean, I know in the playoffs he had a couple crazy games last year, but um, it's got to be up there at least close to it. It is nice to know that you have a microwave score. But I, my thing when I'm watching this, I'm always, what does it mean for the team? And I look at it and I go, yeah. I mean, this was the B, the Utah Jazz's B version. They were murdering him on defense. So yeah. what's going to happen? You get into a playoff series. You know, if you play against the Suns, for example, let's just say you're in a playoff series with the Suns. I don't think he can touch the court. I really don't because if he's on there with campaign even in the second unit, let alone Booker or or Chris Paul, like that's uh, that's so easy. There's yeah. no way he could make up to no, enough points. So maybe I'm being the downer because I'm going further in the future. But that's why when I see these points, I'm like, that was a fun sideshow game, but it doesn't mean anything to me for this team. I, maybe I'm being too hard. Yeah, I I think you are being a little hard. I, <laughs> he I mean. He is atrocious on defense, like just atrocious on defense. But I'm a little surprised, to be honest. Yeah, me too. Me too. We, like we have a bunch regular of regular bad, <laughs> just standard Nuggets bad. <laughs> standard. This nuggets. is like even. Yeah. No, he. Um, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, th- th- he feels like. Uh, I don't. He, he feels like a net neutral. You're right. Added to this team because he's. I. I <laughs> if I think about like, because you know when you when you get a new player, you're like, oh man, right. like I really want to see this guy, and like I'm already to the point where I'm like, oh, okay, like maybe not or right. And the thing about a, a Bones Highland, for example, is I also think he's going to get destroyed in a playoff series. It's a very real concern. You have to get over the hump. You have to have so many minutes under your belt. The thing that worries me though is, and maybe this is wise because I'm looking at all these things through the lens of what is what is it for Denver? Are we building towards something, or are you just kind of putting a band aid? And, and staying stagnant, and that's and that's my biggest concern. I'm not trying to be a big downer on a night he has 26 points, but that is the thing I look at when tonight Bones Highland closed on the bench. Now he wasn't great in that fourth quarter stint. He had a couple tough tough plays here or there, but it is like on a meaningless game he's playing over over Bones. Like what what's gonna happen going forward? I just he's bumped ahead of him in the rotation in a way that I'm like that's a bummer. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he <laughs> led all scores tonight with 26 points. I thought he should have been on the floor late. I'm yeah. I'm fine with it. Yeah, of course. I mean, he he certainly earned it tonight with the, yeah. the way he was scoring. The guy who I actually was most happy with today and most excited about was Davon Reed. Mm. And he also kind of had like some up and down moments, although, you know, on the list, I think last week or the week before, I talked about cumulative wingspan. You had Bones out there, you had Davon Reed, and you had J. Mike, who has a really nice wingspan. 
Those three guys were generating a lot of steals in a row. In fact, that's how Denver got back into this game late was those three guys defensively and then converting on the other end. Uh, I like Davon Reed, man. I really am curious why he's sort of buried on the depth chart because I see him make threes. I see him make some defensive plays. He's not perfect, but none of those bench guys are. Yeah, you would expect him to play a little bit more. He's high IQ. He's always moving. He works hard on both ends of the floor. And he answers, you know, a question that the Nuggets really need, and that's a score off of the bench. Like, he really does bring a bit of everything. So it is shocking that he's not playing. There has to be something else to it because every single time that he's on the floor, good things happen in this game. Every single time that he was on the floor, the Nuggets went on a push. The Nuggets went on a run or they extended a lead, and then he would get off the floor and, and things just went bad. So he he really just has an understanding of how to play with every single guy out there because he's a, a way end of the bench guy that brings that type of energy and mentality, and he just does the right things. So it was great to see him, you know, be able to score, um, rebound at a high level, um, I mean, I wish he didn't foul every single time. That'd be nice. Um, <laughs> but but everything else was like going good for him. So it was a, like a really really good uh, Davon Reed game. You know, what Davon Reed has a lot of Eric confidence for a guy that's like a two way player still trying to get in. He gets in there and he like hits takes a quick three and like drains it. And he's like, yeah. Well, I mean, he's clearly played a lot of basketball in his life. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, like, but he's not like this. His I, is his chance. He's getting it right now. You're right. But I I mean I think that it's that thing where we just talked about the last time like basketball being a profession you get 10,000 hours of any profession you, you become more and more comfortable he knows who he is and he um he plays in such a way like Deb just said I mean he can do kind of everything it yeah is, he and he Jack really seems like sure. the ultimate Malone guy it is like, I mean, can we just trace this all back to him go, walking onto the court and getting a technical? Like, he, <laughs> has he been in the doghouse ever since then? Well, he hasn't been in the rotation since <laughs> before be, tonight. It would be funny if it was like that. Dude, it, it was that upsetting. It literally could be that. Like, you, don't, you just don't know, like, the politics of these of these squads. Like, Yeah. Yeah. No, Davon was great tonight. I actually agree with D-Line. I think a reason why he's so comfortable out there and confident is because he has played in the NBA before. I mean, he's played 21 games with Phoenix three years ago, 10 games with Indiana two years ago. So he's played minutes. Like, he's played at this level before. Uh, he knows he belongs at this level. So I don't think he looks rushed out there. I don't, I don't think he's, you know, pressing when he's out there. He's just kind of playing his game and giving the Nuggets – really what they hope P.J. Dozier was going to give them this season, except with a better shot. But, um, you know, Davon was great tonight. I think he needs to play more. I think he needs to play ahead of Austin Rivers for sure. And you mentioned the steals. This has been something I've been talking about all season. Davon Reed just gets an incredible amount of steals. I mean, he already has 17 steals on the season in only 360 minutes. That's more than Jeff Green, more than um, like P.J. Dozier, Zeke Naji. He almost has as many as Bones Highland in like half the amount of minutes. So he just gets his hands on loose balls, gets 50-50 balls, and um, I really, really like him. Energy. Because I want to contrast him tonight to Austin Rivers. And I feel like Austin Rivers had a lot of these nights where you're just kind of like, just the energy, like you're, you know he's not going to get the 50-50 ball. Yeah, for you're just reason. watching him and you're like, dude, just give me something more. Just give me something Give me a shows. little juice here. Yeah, just a little juice. And he just doesn't have it a lot. Like, Tonight was one of them, and it's weird. If you actually were to simplify this game a lot, the veteran players seem to not be that into this game. Yeah. The, the young players, 
it was like everything to them, you know, the newcomers. And, and that was a little bit frustrating. Like Austin Rivers tonight, we talked about this being an audition. Now, Austin Rivers is in pole position. Like he has the role. He's And I don't think he's going to lose it, especially after this weird game. I don't think Malone's going to make any big sweeping decisions. But he played like that. He also played like this game doesn't matter for me. So it's kinda, I'm tired too, man. Long road trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, we said after his big game a couple games ago, when was that? In uh, <coughs> oh, in Brooklyn, yeah, his big game in Brooklyn. He probably bought himself another week or so yeah. in the rotation. He he's he's still you know the default starter. If yeah. they're banged up, he's still in the rotation, but um, might have just lost a little bit of cushion, I'd say. Yeah, you talked about that energy so. uh, from the the vets and then the young guys like really playing. Like this was at the real like the real makings of a summer league game. Like, this was, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. the guys that are on their second, third years going right. into Summer League, and they feel like they're, like, forced to be there, and they don't mm -hmm. really want to be there, so they want to show that they're still part of the league and they can play. But the young guys were the ones on both teams that was, like, bringing, like yeah. bringing it the entire time and were locked in. And on those type of nights, it really does suck because – why are you here? That like right. that has to be the idea of like there's guys that are like are trying very hard. They want to you know prove themselves, and you're just kind of going through the motions. And I see there was a lot of guys going through the motions for the Nuggets, yeah. especially. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like when you watch enough basketball, you just are constantly reminded that these are literal real life human beings with literal real life human bodies, and they like sometimes you just like they show up and they just like don't i mean like uh, me on this show i'm phoning it in right now <laughs> you're jeff greening it right now. i am i'm greening it yeah. so hard like i barely watched the game yeah. like i haven't looked at any stats but i mean truly like you know sometimes you just like you just yeah it's you just it's the end of a road trip like nobody it, knows i'm telling you i know it's no excuse i'm not trying to make excuses the jazz were also shorthand and all this that but nobody knows what it's like to play six games in six cities in nine days I'm telling you, you think, you know it conceptually. You're just like, oh, yeah, but until you actually make those. Katie Wingy did a great job this week on her TikTok. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw yeah, I where she did the day in the life. And, like, when you see just the crazy schedule, it would be one thing if that was your schedule every day. Because she does something where she wakes up at 6 and she does all this stuff. And she has, then she takes a nap in the middle of the day. Then she goes to the arena and they pack their bags ahead of time. And then they get on a plane and they don't arrive into the next city till 2.30. They show the clock as she walks into her thing. Right. 2.30 in the morning. So it's basically from 6 a.m. till 2.30 with a flight and a game and a shoot around and a, like all Dude, that I'm, stuff I, in between. I'm telling you, I had a job. I, I hate to brag. Yeah, well, allow yeah, me, well, allow right, me well. a moment. Just yeah. fucking ISO for a yep. minute. I had a job where I was taking school photo IDs. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> They and let you into a school? <laughs> I, I was well out of school at that point. I was the weird old guy that showed up wearing a tie to take a picture of you. And we would go from school to school and like just driving to like three schools in a row. On the third day, I was like, oh, I'll just be homeless. I don't want a job anymore. The like, only difference is you were probably getting paid by the hour and these guys are making millions of dollars. <laughs> That was a pretty distinct difference. That is, a, <laughs> I'm not even sure I was getting paid by the hour. I think I was getting paid I, just by the day. Just for sharing an old story, I used to have a construction job. And oh similar, man, similar, brag hour. Similarly, whatever you'd we'd have to drive back to the shop to pick up equipment. Everybody volunteer. Like, oh, I'll go. I'll go. Yeah. You, you hit traffic. You go to the long way. You hit traffic. <laughs> you grab the one item. You drive slowly back. One, like, oh, one yeah. more. One more bragging. Yeah. <laughs> Having worked at a grocery store. In my oh, life. So oh. oh, no. We're, we're, now we're everybody in one up each other. Right. I know. Sorry, okay. everybody. Sorry. Grocery just, store? I, listen, maybe we should turn this off and Adam and I can just have a, a pissing contest. But um, 
when you got the opportunity to go and pick up all of the carts that everybody yeah. like shames everyone for leaving littered about, I was like, oh, thank God. Right. Can I just slowly go around and correct, collect them? Uh, do your local grocery store employee a favor. Do not put your cart back in the container. Yeah. Because, Spread yeah. it all, because then that uh, you get to go outside one time a day and collect the carts, and it's the greatest. Also, because a big part of a lot of jobs, particularly office jobs, is just wasting time. Of course. So That's run out how you waste time working at a grocery store. Sure. You get to be outside with the birds and the totally. I was like, Go walk like, over to the water yeah. cooler. Oh, yeah, what's up? Like, yeah. Dropped it down into a ditch. I'm like, hell yeah. This is going to take an hour. Another. I just love Can we just keep sharing an old job person. Please. Yeah, no, no, I used to work at Lone Star Steakhouse. This was back at high school. And they'd have the prime rib. But at the end of the day, they had to throw out however much was left. So you had 90% of a prime rib. So every single day I worked, literally every single day, I would just chop up like $200 worth of prime rib, wrap it in saran wrap around my body to sneak oh my it God. outside of the thing. I You're smuggling God. prime, I smuggled prime rib, rib out of whatever steakhouse that was. You're a hero. You're a hero. <laughs> Big old coat walking out of there like, all right, later, boss. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Um, okay. Uh, that's more or less. My final thing on Dave on Reed. Austin Rivers. My, my final thing on Dave on Reed. I think he's I think he's closing the gap on Austin Rivers, partly because Dave on Reed just fills up the box score whenever he goes out there. Like it's seven rebounds tonight, four assists, a steal. He, he just gets. He, he just gets involved. Yeah. You know, he's just involved in everything. So, All more right. playing time. <laughs> hey, thanks for that great point in bringing us back. Why don't we hit our first break? <laughs> On the other side, other weird news and notes from Adam and Eric's childhood. <laughs> I, once had a, I once had an employment. <laughs> uh, pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager from Breckenridge Brewery. Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR. So make sure to pick some up from your local liquor store, local grocery store. Pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager during the, the Nugget season. Also, if you're in the area, drop by the DNVR bar. We've got Breck Brew on tap. We've got Breck Brew seltzers in the fridge. Dude. Great stuff. Dude, we had some diehards in the house tonight. We did. Too. We the did. coldest day of the year. couple CU alums. Also, Peter Forsberg. We have <laughs> literal Peter Forsberg who didn't play hockey but has yeah. the same name. Great times. Yeah. <laughs> so pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager from Breckenridge, Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. I rarely check the chat. I was like, I wonder if they enjoyed that segment. I'd look, they're just arguing about Barton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody's waiting for the Barton segment. All right, let's do the Will Barton segment. Hold on, Good. hold on, hold on, oh, hold on, hold on. Our next partner has a product that I use literally every day. Uh, I started taking Athletic Greens. Oh, I'm so glad. Oh, first off, it's not me. Because <laughs> every day, wow. I wanted better gut health. That's what I wanted. Better gut health, more energy, and an optimized immune system. I love when he brings up the finger. (laughs) An impassioned Harrison is about the best thing there is on earth. That's why I started taking Athletic Greens. Um, So what is Athletic Greens, you might ask? Well, one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, a lot of other stuff too. Uh, so check these guys out. Um, Athletic Greens, they hooked all, us, all of us up here at DNVR with some. Uh, we're really enjoying it. Um, it's a lifestyle friendly, uh, wherever you eat, whatever you eat, keto, paleo, vegan, dairy, uh, dairy free or gluten free. Uh, Athletic Greens 
can help you out. Supports better sleep quality and recovery as well. Supports mental clarity and alertness. Um, it's it's awesome. Athletic Greens, check it out. Uh, you can go to athleticgreens.com slash nuggets. Athleticgreens.com slash nuggets. Pick up some Athletic Greens today. Dude, we all are living, uh, are, are starting our day the Athletic Greens way. Look at us. Joyful, happy. We should yeah. be down in the dumps, but we're living well, that athletic we had greens. That athletic life. greens, man. Also, athletic greens. They're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D Ooh. and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Hit them up. Loving it. One guy did not have his athletic greens today. Uh, you would think it was. You would think that it was Will Barton, but it's no. It's two guys named Brandon who have been in my mentions. Literally, there's a hundred <laughs> messages. There's charts they're sharing back and forth <laughs> about how much to blame Barton tonight. I'm wow. telling you, man. Like, if you are ever in an argument with somebody on Twitter and it goes back and forth more than twice. <laughs> It's not going to change. Like, no, I've no, never no. seen people have a hundred disagreement thread, and then they're like, you know what? We found some <laughs> mutual ground respect. It's just like, you're an idiot because you look at this chart. Well, you're an idiot because look at this clip. I just realized, should we start referring to Jeff and Jamichael as the athletic greens? <laughs> One's athletic. <laughs> I don't know about greens. the other. Wolf like is it. athletic. <laughs> I like it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Jeff Green definitely <laughs> takes his athletic greens. That's and oh yeah, sure. and Steph, as Steph points out, AG, Aaron Gordon or Athletic Greens. Oh, I like we <laughs> got so much athletic green synergy, man. This is gonna be great. Uh, great partnership. We get into Will Barton. He was pretty atrocious tonight. Um I will say he I thought he had very good defense tonight, and there were some big defensive plays. Bogdanovich did not necessarily shake loose the way he has traditionally. He was five of sixteen yeah. tonight, and some of that was Will Barton making some good defensive plays, but my God. His offense, 6 of 16. There was bad decision-making. There was ill-timed shots. There was turnovers that were just like kind of the sloppy variety. This was the Barton game, Dev. This was the game where it was like, hey, Yoke's out. AG's out. You got the youngins. Go just – you get to be crazy. And it, it was like squandered. Yeah, Will Barton was uh, shitty. <laughs> that's, that's what he was. Like, really. It was, really it was. was trifling what he did to Trif me. Uh, <laughs> Because oh, they, no. they tried to it give him the – this was like a calibration game where it's like, hey, you know, you've been um, corralled for so long. We're going to let you go crazy. You're going to have your game that you could take all of your shots. Um, you could just get loose. Uh, a lot of ISO plays, and we're going to let you just go. And he just was like, nah, I don't want it tonight. But then he kept shooting. Yeah. Like he's, he's ball stopping. Um, the energy, like – we, we say that the defense was there, but there was a lot of times that he kind of just melded in, like that he, he just didn't care. He doesn't box out anymore. I don't know where that came from, but like he's yeah. just like, like wandering of, yeah. around. Like on ball defense is where, you know, he's been okay. But once they get past that, he doesn't help side. He doesn't box out and do those small things. And that's really what's been bothering me. Like this was a very bad game from Barton, honestly. And like he's missing free throws and it doesn't seem like he cares. Like he – he just had like um like weird energy to, to him for the night and when you're a young player and you're like you're 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 already like counted out and your guys that they're expecting you to like go with this is a game that like Jimmy Butler by himself he's like all right I'm going to prove everybody wrong well Barton is just like yeah we don't have a chance I'm just going to play you think that's the difference I feel like I never questioned Barton's heart. I think I, I think he wanted. I don't. I didn't notice that aspect of it tonight. He just was sloppy, man. I mean, he had five turnovers, so and I felt like it was more than that. I'm kind of surprised it was only five. Here's one thing I will say: him and Jeff Green tonight both looked really skinny to me. 
like unhealthy skinny. And like this is another thing. They about, use a different camera in uh, Utah. <laughs> no, I'm saying I, honestly, I think this is another aspect about being on the road for nine straight days. The way that they are is yeah. that it's Maybe. hard to get your regular routine in, even in terms of like just maintaining your body. Um, I gotta say, dude, when I go on the road, I do not get skinnier. <laughs> I know. I'm just eating fast food on it's the It's like road. nonstop McDonald's. Yeah. And then I, when I'm like, bro, we got to switch this up. Subway. Those are the only two options. When Subway you're is only is a travel. We've talked about yes. this. Yeah. Panda Express when you're in the airport. <laughs> Cinnabon, yeah. if maybe no one's yeah. looking. Harrison, <laughs> why did he play tonight? Why did Will Barton play tonight? To try to get a win. Like this, like you were saying earlier, could have been the Will Barton game. I thought it. Might be, you know, he had every opportunity to go out there and be the number one option, the focal point, have stuff run through him, uh, have teammates set him up for shots, you know, kind of take over the game late. And it was a close game. So that was on the table, you know, but uh, he just didn't have it tonight. And I was disappointed in his body language, man. He had a missed three right in front of the jazz bench tonight, missed it dropped his head, like jogged back on defense. And I'm like, kind of to Dev's point, like set an example for your teammates, man. You're the leader, especially tonight. You're the longest tenor nugget, you know? Just show up a little that, more than that. That wasn't even the worst one. You know, the worst one was the turnover where mm-hmm. he turns his back to the base, to the sideline or to the baseline, steal the ball. And that was the play that turned into the kind of the shit show, right? Where everybody fell yeah. down. He didn't run back at all. He just, like, walked. In fact, if yeah, you watch like that play, it, yeah. I think there was nine players in the frame by the end of it, and then he kind of comes in at the very end and runs to the corner. But it was one of those ones where that the game was on the line right there. That yeah. was maybe the deciding play if he really broke it down. And for him just to kind of phone that one in out of frustration was really weird. That was so. frustrating to watch. And It was. Five turnovers tonight. Denver only had 14 as a team, so he had most of them. Yeah. No, he was terrible. Was Barton was absolutely terrible. Everyone in the chat is uh, really upset and talking about Will Barton. I get it. Like, this is a therapy session. Will Barton himself was extreme. He was a source of much frustration throughout this night. Um, I know that these guys are... He's spent. He's tired. He's making uncharacteristic mistakes and character, characteristic mistakes at the same time. Like He always does. He always makes mistakes. He, we say this over and over again. He feeds his haters and his supporters in equal parts every night today. His his haters are he def- absolutely he definitely, stuffed. He definitely they are his haters. stuffed. Supporters very hungry. Starving. Wrapping it around their thighs and all types of stuff, man. They, they're going to go home and eat. They're walking out the store. Why did you take a heavy coat today? What are you doing? So Why do you throw away a full prime rib, though? That's no, the thing I never well, there's a lot of there's a lot of whys in that story for sure. <laughs> <laughs> On your part too. <laughs> just saying, man. <laughs> how my family ate. Uh, uh, prime rib is already flat. Why did you have to cut it out? Like, whatever. Go. No, just, no, 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 no. It's a big one. Oh, prime rib. like That's the I'm roast saying. beast from yeah, uh, the big giant thing. And then like if somebody orders, did it, you, you ever have to do the off. carving station? What, for my work? Yeah. No. I feel like that'd be tough. I'd no. be stressing out over the carving station. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I didn't. I wasn't. A, I, I quit before I was a cook. My, my buddies, yeah. though, all became cooks. Had a blast. They were the ones that hooked it up. Uh, Bones Highland tonight. I want to talk about him. 10.7 assists, two rebounds. He, it, Bones is just so up and down. Like, Bones, when he's good, takes the nuggets, even this group, and he's like, oh, Such man, he's the most important guy out there. And then he goes through these little slumps or, you know, like within a game where you're like, man, he's just making mistakes. He's yeah. killing them. And it happens all within the course of the game. I still think 
it's it's worth it. Like it's just worth it to me because this is what young players are. They they're just like this. They're up and down, but it's worth it to me to get through the hump so that it takes a long time. But if he is good half of the time, bad half of the time, you play through it. The by the end of the year, he might be good sixty percent of the time or sixty five percent. And to me, it's just worth it. Quickly, I, I just think about how like if Bones Highland had been in the position that Emmanuel Moody had been in, right, and come in and been proclaimed on day one the savior of the yeah. team, the leader of the squad, like it, it he would befall the same fate that Moody did, where he just would. You think? I do. I oh, don't think, I don't. I don't. I, 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 in that, I think that people would get frustrated with him. Oh, and, that's true. Yeah. And I think that he would lose confidence, and it would just sort of like spiral from there. Um, Bones Highland plays like a rookie. He's so he has such elite skill, such elite talent. Uh, he's playing in a way that clearly he's not ever played before. Like, I mean, the man, as my man Harrison will tell you, is a hooper. There's a hooper <laughs> at his heart. Uh, his shot is beautiful and pure. Um, if not a little inconsistent, but like when he's going and tonight he started, we saw facilitator bones. We saw point guard bones again, which we're seeing more and more, but th that to me feels like the growth part. Like it's not, he's not just relying on his, uh, like his Hooper skill. Like it's, he's not just breaking fools down and taking him to the bucket. Like, so I love, I love seeing the growth. I mean, I, I don't think we can count on the idea of Bones Highland becoming like a complete NBA player this year. It's just not, I don't think it's in the cards. But like, I just, I mean, I, I, I'm still like a huge believer in this guy. You guys just talked about two of the, like the main things right now is, um, you said it's just so worth it. And also Eric talked about like what I think is the biggest point is right now he's playing point guard. So he's learning on right. the fly yeah. with actual minutes. It's not like he's um, having to watch someone and then try to go in and do it. These last couple of games, they've made sure to put the ball in his hands. They've also taken Faku out of the lineup. So now he's the primary ball handler. And he's starting to see some things that are working, some things that are not. He, you know, he's had a couple of turnovers where you're just like, okay, that's not going to work at this like stage. They're too fast. They're like too smart. But then there's also like, oh, I could, uh, you know, I could force this isolation on a bigger guy and I could go by him every single time. Now I have to, you know, either finish or kick it. So, like, he's starting to pick up, like, small things as a rookie that's going to, like, go, you know, the long haul. So that it is it is worth it because he's learning on the fly with actual minutes. And that's different from a lot of the other rookies that's been with the Nuggets organization. Yeah, you just saw a lot of flashes, I thought. Uh, specifically from him playing point guard and um, another game with him running back up point guard. And yeah, you got some good, you got some bad, like you can definitely see, I think some growth from him as a playmaker, you know, running point. And look, there were a lot of possessions tonight where Denver dribbled the ball down the floor and just had no idea what they were running. Well, so many, yeah. it was comical almost like even they would come out of a timeout and you're like, what are these guys doing? Did they even <laughs> drop a play? Did they listen to whatever play was drawn up? Well, you know what's funny? So think about the starting lineup of Monte, Barton, Rivers, Najee, Jamichael, or Jeff Green. Do you think there was there was a single minute between those five guys prior well, to tonight? Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I don't think Bones had his guys organized that well. But then <coughs> again, the five you were throwing out there when he was on the floor, like those guys have never practiced or played together. So you can come a little bit of a break there. But the flashes that he showed tonight, I, I was happy with. This was a real challenge for Bones to that to your point there yep. in that you just had a lot of guys in different positions with different combos, and it was so clear that there was just some really – and by the way, it was that way for Monte too. Like 
Monte, even though he went 7 of 13 tonight, had 15 points. There were possessions, multiple possessions this game where you're just like, you're punting a possession because nobody did anything. Like, you right. went down and they're dribble to the right, dribble to the left, point at this guy, point at that guy, and then you're like, bad. oh, we got to just put something up. So, But that was the game that was handed to the Nuggets tonight, and that's kind of how it went. Yep. It is what it is. Why don't we hit our second break? On the other side, though, we'll hit some super. Do we even have any super chats? You are crazy. Oh, yeah. You are crazy. Sicko, man. If you super chat tonight. In the, in the uh, but we love you for it. I mean, that's, you're, you're, the, you're a real one. I actually don't like it. <laughs> I'd prefer, prefer not. All right, so, you don't get to come to Serbia. Man. You don't get to go. Yeah, uh, Eric will not be there, guys. I, uh, I regret what I've just said. All right. Ranch Rider Spirits, uh, guys, launched in 2019 and oh. born from a food truck in Austin, Texas. I'm so in on this, guys. Oh my gosh. They are employee owned and they are a premium spirit-based seltzer brand. They were the first to put ranch water, the iconic Texan beverage in a can. So Ranch Rider uses premium spirits like What's ranch water? Uh it's like the iconic Texas water. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Do you know? I, I believe it's a cocktail. It's called a cocktail. It's like a type of co cocktail. It's like a, a drink. It's like sparkling the water, sparkling water, uh, tequila, tequila, lime. lime. And I'm telling you, they're fantastic. I love these things, yeah. man. Love them. Ranch Rider uses premium spirits like Reposado Tequila or six times distilled vodka, sparkling water, and fresh squeezed citrus. So these are really good. Uh, no lie. Can um, I, can they, I, they're super tasty. Can I tell you the most exciting part about them? Sure. Almost no sugar or carbs. No wow. sugar or carbs. You drink those things basically like drinking a seltzer water. It's fantastic. That's big. And they taste good, too. Uh, so check them out, ranchriderspirits.com, to find a location near you. One of the 10 fastest-selling alcohol brands right now in the country. So a lot of people like them, not just us. Oh, wow. They are fantastic. I'm telling you, we got a shipment to like try them out You know, like over yep. the last month. Liked them so much. Already gone to the store. Twice got my store picked out where, they, where I sell, sell them right by my house. Now I know where it is. Boom. That's where I hit them up. That's how good they Who's are. Who's got there it better than us? We've got the greatest Nobody. beer. We've got the greatest spirits. We've got the greatest so uh, true. dispensary. Uh, we have Pizza. Miserable, miserable company. All the same. <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, everyone, that, everyone that does business with us. Uh, hand selected and they're all kick ass all right also the moment we've been waiting for since september is finally here in honor of the big game DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the super bowl <laughs> oh man is giving new customers oh, this is for the pro bowl 56 to 1 odds on either team <laughs> bet just five dollars and get 280 dollars in free bets if your team wins yeah the big game uh on next sunday not this game not, that we just watched. This yeah, was, was not the this big game. The, the big game was not games. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5. Get $280 in free bets if your team wins. Promo code DNVR. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. Must be 21 or older. Card only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Quick update, guys. Brandon and Brandon in my mentions. Still going at it. Really? <laughs> they have not come to an agreement. I'm, I've got my money on Brandon. Do you really? <laughs> Spell two different spellings What here. if it's just the same person going back and forth? <laughs> Tyler Durden. Himself. <laughs> Might as well be. Uh, all right, let's go to our The real fight here. club in the chat. Let's go to the real ones. I can't wait for this. Dude, the, the realest of the let's real. Let's go. Trevor says, we missed the game last night, but I'm sorry to say 
We witnessed the game to die. I'm first of all. Wow. Sorry this to let everyone down. It's been a fun ride. I guess I'll have to have another kid. Yeah, this first one's of all, ruined. Definitely do it. <laughs> Second of all, this one's ruined. This one doesn't really count as a game. Maybe it's only if Jokic plays. So yeah. there's a connection with Jokic. There's a connection yeah, with Jokic. Sure. I feel. Or probably maybe Aaron probably born on the 15th. <laughs> Whenever <laughs> Jokic doesn't play, it's just not considered a game. <laughs> definitely not considered be. a game. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Did you have another joke you wanted to get in? I thought nope. you were. Oh, I thought you were getting. You thought ready. I, was I thought you were getting ready to load up. But like, here, this is gonna be a great one. <laughs> Molly says, "Super chat to cleanse the universe or to whatever today in this game was." I'm going to bed next. Man, I hope Molly. Molly, I hope you weren't at this game. <laughs> Molly, I, Molly was not at this game. Uh, I was gonna say. I know she's in Utah. Hopefully, you did not pay to go to oh, uh, watch this one. You imagine, honestly, this really is a thing with the NBA, though, man. Like, if yeah. you know, like we think about you go to games all the time, this or that, but there really are, like, how I was growing up, I went to one game every eight years. Yep. If that <laughs> was the game I went to, I'd have been like, come on, man, what a bummer. Although, if you go to one game every eight years, like, you're just take, like, the spectacle is big enough. You don't yeah. really care about the outcome. You're just yeah. like, what? Dip and dodge? Strong disagree, but okay. <laughs> Greg Popovich ruined the NBA. That's what he did. Ruined Greg it. Popovich. Um, Tyrell, or who is it? Who do we have next? Tyrell says, to Bryn Forbes, we roast, then Bryn Forbes, we toast. All right, <laughs> I like it. Sure. Yeah, I love it. I actually, this is a great, I like it. It's like a the little. The day before we sure. roasted him, today, and then today we toast him. That's right. Bryn Forbes got a super chat. That was a monster game for that's him. That's sicko status that from our sicko status. Sicko. You are so sick. Tyrell. Love it. Trent says, you can't spell Will Barton without two L's in a row. Oh. I like Barton, but he was brutal tonight with five turnovers, shut six of 16, and missed two big free throws. He was you know brutal. What? I Facts. Noticed, I noticed the same thing. Yeah. He was when brutal. I was watching, Absolutely. I, I had Facts. He I had said exactly what happened. <laughs> exactly just, what happened. Uh, just to clear the record so everybody knows, as Dev said, Barton was shitty. <laughs> he was really bad. Let's move on. Can we make that a quote graphic? <laughs> <laughs> Been bad a lot. Uh, Daniel uh, Dylan says, assuming this was a rest game for Jokic, why wouldn't they play him for a better shot at gaining on the four seed? I mean, we, yeah, we talked about this in the pregame show a little bit. Weird. Yeah, it was weird. I think they just had a, roll, a rhythm going. And yeah. we're like, hey, let's ride this wave. The wave crashed. And uh, then they're like, well, let's rest him. Also... We're completely discounting the foul. Yoke looked fine, chewing some gum on the sideline today. Seemed, seemed normal. Um, but, you know, it might be that the toe feels worse today than it did yesterday. Maybe. And they were like, let's rest him now. So, yeah. I don't know. It could be that. I will say, yeah, I was going to make a, a comment about Yoke was today on the sweats, you know, on the sideline. Very basic. And they see Gobert and, like. Wearing a crystal. Yeah, like a crystal and all this. <laughs> and an like, ill-fitting bomber that was turquoise colored. Yeah, I bet Jokic was like, oh, man, I really got to step my game up and wear <laughs> more crystals and turquoise. Gobert said that uh, Jokic dressed better than him, though, today. You know, what, you know who's the smartest guy on earth? Gobert. Because he, he said that Jokic dresses better than him. He looks like an nice. idiot. Jokic either has a really man. fire fit or just is wearing sweats. You know, there's I no one like, between. I feel like this nine game road trip, Jokic just brought his sweats. And his Air Force One, <laughs> well, he they, did. Like, I, the, I, the, yeah. the team account kept taking pictures. Didn't want to yeah, bring Yoke. the suit bag with him and have to carry that. Like, I know. He's like, say, say man. man. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the old man. <laughs> All right, what else we got? Anything? Last one here. Are we going to go around the association? Carlos says. Can count the number of signature Barton games in one hand this season. I'm missing three fingers. <laughs> Super shots are good tonight. Wow, they're roasting my. <laughs> I know, dude. Barton. I'm like, listen. You cannot be 
in this chat right now after that game tonight. If you're not a good humored uh, <laughs> individual that understands the comedy that is life, or if you just cannot get over your anger for Will Barton, those are the what two. <laughs> but Carlos is missing three fingers. Did you guys get that part? Like, have you guys seen The Ringer? <laughs> It's just like pigs, flowers. That's all you can do with, three fingers, with two fingers. <laughs> oh, wow. That touches this one. Um, Faku tonight, DNP, coach's decision. We have another we one? We have one more, I think. Another one late. Uh, tired. Oh, Barton bad man. right now. Wired. Bart Denver will finish the three seed somehow. Let's go. I, hey, I like it. It is tired, dude. It is tired. Barton being bad is quite tired. We get it. Everyone knows. <laughs> we all so get it. Tired. There's, no, there's no sense fighting about yeah. it. We all know he yeah. sucks. Barton yeah. Dev tired. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Dev's like, when is that presser over? Like, no one is waiting for voting time. Can't believe the door Dev. hasn't opened yet. I'm gonna just tell him to come back. Yeah. He needs to. Ooh, waiting for today. Dev's already started his car. We're waiting Man. for Bryn Forbes apparently, uh, but vote has notifications. I got. I, I can probably give you the Bryn oh, Forbes press conference. Can you just give us? Hey, what yeah. did Malone have to say after this game here, Harrison? Um, you know, bench played well, so so that was good. Okay. Um, but you know, just not a f consistent forty-eight minute effort. So was this a shootout at the OK Corral tonight? Yeah, I mean, it's gotta gotta play defense for forty-eight minutes. It was, you a, know? It was a shootout at the shitty Corral. Yep. The corral. It wasn't okay. There was nothing okay about this. Guy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, should we go around the association? Oh, I thought I you wanted to keep going with Forbes. Oh, no. <laughs> I, around the, the thing about I'm trying Brent to decide Forbes, whether we should really wait for post game commentary on this game. The thing about Forbes is he graduated from the Michigan State School of Media. Is that so, right? The uh, same school that Gary Harris graduated from. Oh, oh yeah. just don't it's, say anything. Yeah, <laughs> enthralling. Uh, Lakers get the win over the Trailblazers. What a bummer. Anthony Davis went for 30 and 15. He's kind of back. Uh, the Brooklyn. Oh, no. The Sacramento Kings beat the Brooklyn Nets. Hmm. The so Brooklyn the Nets just might combust. So the Nuggets actually have a little three-game homestand. Knicks, Nets, and they starts with, what is the one? Is it Thunder? Pelicans. 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 So, I mean, look, they're going to be favored in all three of those games. Kyrie was horrible. They're going to be yeah. favored in all three of those games, so. We'll see what happens. Uh, the they Mavericks, better beat the freaking Pelicans. The Mavericks lost tonight. Luka Doncic had 40 points, 6 rebounds, 10 assists. They surely won, right? They played the lowly Thunder. No. Lou Dort goes for 30. I don't want to talk shit about the Thunder, man. What? <laughs> they, they play well against the Nuggets. They do. But, hey, man, here's the thing. Nuggets lost tonight. Mavericks also lost tonight. So you don't really lose anything uh, on, that, on that front. The Grizzlies get the win over the Knicks in the Garden. Um, the Celtics get the win over the Hornets. How did Jason Tatum do right before uh, right before her vote comes back on? Let's find out. Jason Tatum tonight, six of sixteen. Six of sixteen. They did win though. Are you guys trying to get out of here? Both get no, out. No, uh, well, Dev Dev pushed me down. He wouldn't allow me to do it. Uh, the Seventy Sixers lost tonight. How funny is it, guys? That I mean, look, Yoke doesn't play. Nuggets have no chance. Embiid didn't play. They literally got their best win of the year. Yeah. Literally the best win of the year for the 76ers. And I'm telling you, it's not a question. I will say, I don't want. I don't like the whole Jokic and Bede. Like, I just, it's tired to me. Oh, I love the it. The one thing I will say, 76ers played 17 of their last 19 games against non-playoff teams. Yeah. And Bede played every single one of them. Only thing they, I'll say is Jokic has a better defensive rating than Embiid this season. <laughs> That's the only thing I'm going to say. <laughs> plays in every single one of them. All of a sudden they play. The first time they play the Memphis Grizzlies, is like, with a day of rest before and after. And he says, I'll sit out. Dude. 
I just that one was crazy. With to the me. two of them winning Player of the Month, uh, and I saw there was a photo of the two of them matched up together from a game. I was like, this photo is three years old. <laughs> yeah, so, so no, here, here's something on blue, that. And you're like, what? Here's something on that. So the Nuggets and 76ers play in Philly, I think, March 14th. Okay. The 76ers have a back-to-back coming into that game. They play at Orlando and he's, then versus Denver. Play. There's no doubt in my mind that Embiid will play in Orlando and then sit at you home think? for the Nuggets. I don't know. The MVP might come down to that game. Talk about a narrative game. That's going to be like such a narrative I don't MVP know, game. man. I feel like he's ducked Jokic before. He might duck him again. Anyway, they beat Memphis without him, and then he comes back and they lose to the Wizards, who are a complete dumpster fire right now. So, <laughs> Except for this game where they won. Uh, Pacers lose to the Magic. Wow, the Magic got the win. That's wild. Uh, vote still on the call. <laughs> so I'm trying to buy him an extra second. It's, here. Yeah, it's, let's get it. Let's get it. All right, all right. Uh, it. Take us inside the locker room. All right. So um, long, long meeting there at the long wait at the end. I thought we were waiting for Will Barton, Bryn Forbes with wow. the podium game. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, so that was he that delay. It, so I mean, it. yeah, he definitely I didn't don't... didn't hear all of Bryn Forbes at the end there, but caught enough. We'll start with Malone. Um, obviously. Uh, he said the points in the paint was a big issue. They just kept driving us, driving us, driving us. The inability to sit down and guard, to shrink the floor. Um, he identified points in the paint and turnovers as the deciding factors. There was a follow-up question. Well, points in the paint, shouldn't that be expected with no centers and so many small guards? Um, and Malone said, sure, but your defense starts on the ball, your point of attack. I don't know how many blow-bys we had tonight. That's where it starts. Can you sit down and contain? You know, which has been something he's been saying all season. It's been a part of the Nuggets uh, regular season for sure. Whether or not they've had the the right personnel there, uh, the guards have not been very good along the perimeter in that point of attack defense. And tonight, it, you know, that was part of Utah's success, definitely. He joked about Forrest going right all night. I think he's still going right, Malone said. Um, <laughs> you know exactly how he said it, too. And, yeah. uh, but Malone was in a good mood, guys. He was in a good mood. We've gotten a pretty uh, introspective Malone over the last couple of days. Remember he said, I, I just need to calm the hell down. I really do. And I think since that moment, he's like trying to take he deep has. breaths after these games. And he said, I know we lost this game, but I am proud of our guys. They competed. He talked about Zeke, Reed, Forbes. Those guys being out there to close the game, that's a positive in and of itself. But it's also a chance to learn. And they can watch the film. Telling ain't teaching. That's his line these days. Uh, it was a small ball battle royale out there, Malone joked when talking about Zeke Naji. <laughs> small ball battle, battle royale. royale. He highlighted uh, Zeke's defensive versatility and pointed at, which, you know, really shined at times tonight. Yeah. And, and said that that's really valuable for a big when playing against these smaller lineups. On Zeke Naji, he also said, I'm disappointed he's not a rising star. I think he's a rising star, and that's all that matters. Well, there's only oh. one reason he's not in the game. Oh, I'm going to stop. He doesn't get minutes. I'm, I'm going to stop. I, lo I love that. What Malone has done that in the past with guys like, I don't know how he's not getting in the game. He's well, only played 20, 25 minutes play all year. Rookies, so. he's not, yeah. Or your rule. So wait, Malone, Malone isn't upset that Fokker Camposo is not in the Clorox Rising Stars game? <laughs> He's a sophomore. <laughs> He's probably furious about that one. Um, Jermichael Green, you don't know if a guy's going to make a shot, but with Jermichael, you always know he's going to play hard. Good rebounding. <laughs> he talked about uh, good blitzing on the Conley pick and rolls, um, which Jermichael did at a couple moments there. 
And he said those were good minutes from Jermichael. And then on Bryn Forbes, Michael said, no one is harder on Bryn Forbes than Bryn Forbes. He's you a perfectionist. Tell, yeah. And I think that's what drives him as a shooter in his career. Spoke with Davon Reed again. He was asked about staying ready. He says it's all about controlling what you can control. Obviously, I would like to play every game, play big minutes every game. But I recognize it's a rotation that's going to change a bit by matchup. Um, and he knew he was probably going to play tonight when he saw the AG was out. On his confidence, he says, it's like I've told you in previous interviews, I just work hard. hard. Um, the, the work is done. To, to So, you know, all these guys sort of say the same thing, but you work hard enough, no reason not to be confident. Yeah, Davon Reed's a cliche machine. <laughs> yeah, no, he really is. He really is. Uh, we're a great group. We're still trying to figure it out, learning how to be consistent night in and night out. Uh, he was asked about Bogdanovich and... And uh, Malone referring to him as a Nuggets killer, and he pointed out that he actually played with him back in Indiana. He said he's real familiar with him, and so he knew all about it. And then finally, Davon Reed on what he's proven in his NBA stint. Uh, one, Davon said that I belong here. I don't think there should be any more conversation about me as a fringe NBA guy. I love that. I love man. that, dude. I love, I love that. that. I'm and a Davon Reed fan, man. I hope I hope he's like the next PJ man. He's you know got what I mean a, that he's here for the next couple of years. He's I'm got sure a he good be. a good confidence you know it's yeah. the confidence you want to hear from a guy in that position totally uh and he said look i d versatile defensively and i can hit open shots and i think i proved that um and then finally fellas Bryn forbes was asked about that line from malone about him being his own hardest critic he said i work hard enough that i expect every shot to go in that might be a little unrealistic, but that's just how I feel. Every shot but three went in tonight. <laughs> I think my whole, um, and then talking about the three-point, I think my whole career I've been above like 41% or something, like 41.8 or something. <laughs> the or something's killed me. I'm like, you sound like you've tracked that after every game yeah, of your entire you, you career. Go, you say 40 41, or something. 41.8 41 or, or something. Or whatever, I'm give like, or wow, take. you're very aware of what you're <laughs> He says, but it, uh, knowing that, he says it always evens out. It will always come back around, so I'm not too worried. He actually did say that over the course of his Denver tenure, at times, Maybe he's been a little too focused on the right now, the shot that's right in front of him. Mm. We might call this pressing, right? Just wanting that next shot to fall as opposed to what he's basically is saying is trust, right? Trust that he's a good enough shooter, that, that these things will fall over time and don't press too hard. Um, he said that this is one of the first teams that he's played for that goes to the hot hand repeatedly. If you're hot, they stick with you. Um, I'm not sure if he well, realizes that that's just because the bench is a hot dumpster fire. Yeah. Um, I was going to say also because he grew up in the San Antonio system. That too. Yeah. They, you definitely don't go the hot hand there. Um, and he said it. So that's been really fun. Uh, I enjoy playing for this team in this system. I like the way they do things here. I think the last few games. Oh, I told you guys that one. Uh, and then finally, he said just a few too many untimely turnovers there down the stretch. I know I turned it over myself uh, down just to two. It was a little frustrating. Good trip for us, but tough to end on a loss. Good All trip. Well, good trip. Cue that outro music. Um, thanks for hanging out. We have over you know 300 people sitting here live, it, which man. is like wild. I love it. it really is wild. But uh, you know, it was fun. We talked. We had some laughs. We uh, we looked. We you learned internally. a lot about mine and Adam's uh, job history. Yeah, <laughs> we learned a little bit about that. That'd be a good segment. Uh, Sounds like I missed a good job show. corner. Yeah, it was pretty yeah, dope. It is. Yeah, it was really good. Um, Nuggets are back. Three-game homestand. Three-game homestand. From this moment on, the Nuggets have 19 home games, 12 road games. They have an excellent opportunity ahead of them 
to really make up some ground. Four and two on the road trip. More of those games against below 500 opponents as well. Nuggets, Nuggets this season against below 500 opponents, 20 and five, despite uh, the narrative. Hey, man, I'm telling you, there's, there is some promising things along the way, and then who knows, before long. Murray will be back. We'll start here. In fact, when they get back to Denver, I suspect you'll be at the game on Friday. I suspect you'll probably get Murray. He'll be out of protocols, back maybe yep, doing a workout. You'll have a new look at him, see how he's looking. Is he getting a little more elevation? Is he playing some one-on-one? Yeah. See Duncan windmill style. You yeah. know, we'll get to see all that kind of stuff. So yeah. exciting things ahead. Tomorrow we will be back uh, with a daytime show, 2.30 o'clock. We'll probably have a notebook episode as well as some other things we're going to be doing. Maybe even a mailbag. We'll see. 2.30 we'll o'clock. <laughs> see you there. 2.30 o'clock. What's Man, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs>